0: Hello, welcome to episode number 320 of the Apple Log Podcast. I am your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by AIXDSP.com. Get affordable and useful... Get affordable and useful plugins for your digital audio workstation. Get the IC Intuition Compressor. It's a compressor that gives you a clear and intuitive visual display that shows exactly what is happening to your audio at all times. Click the link in the description for more information. If you want to support my work on a monthly basis, go to patreon.com. You can pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel any Go buy a T-shirt at applelog. slash shop <clears throat> applelog. shop I'm, I'm mumbling. Um, if you if you listen to iTunes, a lot of people do. Go to iTunes and don't and follow the show there, and don't forget to subscribe. Okay, rate and review it and give it five stars, please. Uh, also f- like and share on Facebook by going to Facebook.com dot slash Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at simonhead six six six. And also. We are now on Spotify. Not every episode. I'm giving it a little test run. I've got about 10 episodes there. Let me see. Give it a follow there. We'll see how it goes. If not, you know, it's, it's a bit of a dance to get the whole catalog up there. But, uh, you know, if we get a lot of people following, I'll put a lot of episodes. Maybe what I'll do is make Spotify special, a special spot just for that stuff. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, today on the show, I have Vlad... From the band Wasting Time, they've just put a new record out. It's called Once More Without Feeling. Uh, It's a self-release. It's coming out on paper and plastic, too. Worldwide distributed on paper and plastic. That's that's, That's no slouch. There you go. Wasting Time is a pop punk quartet from Toronto, Canada. And they've been getting at it since 2017. So that's a relatively new band. And that's very good to hear. And it's good to see that bands are still branching out there and still doing things. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Vlad from the band Wasting Time on the Uplog podcast. How long guy has been a band for?
1: Um, so like the first reading or the first carnation of it was um me and my uh me and my like uh, childhood friend uh were just kind of messing around and uh like serious. And then uh in about two thousand eight, it was like the first goal, but again, it wasn't really serious known like the guys in the band were more more interested in you know pretend to be rock stars than actually um doing the stuff that you're supposed to. And then uh 2017, 2016 I had a pretty serious concussion and I started playing music again. And uh yeah, it's been going pretty strong since then.
0: <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So um so are you always been a Toronto guy?
1: Uh like have I Yeah that?
0: like where did you where did you grow up?
1: Oh so uh while, we were, while i was born in in russia and then rent well like my parents moved uh when i was seven and then to israel and then we came from israel to canada so uh but I basically moved around a lot when i was a kid um so kind of settled down in north york when i was i think i was around uh 11
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah it was like scarborough and Tobico and those places
0: yeah what, what bands did you uh were you following? I mean I can get a good influence. I know kind of where where your influences lie just hearing your record but what's what was the early influences? Uh
1: so uh my brother actually uh like I used to I used to listen to a lot of his uh tapes when I was younger. So it's like there's a like the Russian Kurt Cobain was like Vic, Victor Tsory. So I listened to a lot of that. And then when I was like a kid kid and then in grade 5 um you know I heard offspring and green day and man of war my brother always always had like this these uh uh man of war tapes um and i thought they were pretty rad um but yeah green day was a big one for me uh offspring and then as i got older i got into like no use for a name alkaline trio strung out um like those bands so those were those were pretty big for me mm-hmm. uh MXPX. Love MXPX. Blink 182, obviously.
0: Yeah. 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 No, you, you, how many, how many records have you guys put out so far?
1: Uh, we've done two, uh, well, this is going to be our second full length. And then we have, uh, three EPs.
0: That's the way to go. I mean, just EPs. <laughs> full yeah. lengths are always seem like a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I go back and forth between the two. I always feel like EP, EP's are great uh cuz you get them out pretty quick, but um you know, then you have to, you know, go go back to studios much sooner.
0: Yeah, that's true <laughs> that's true. Um yeah, for sure. And and getting a paper and plastic on side, that's uh that's pretty that's a good achievement, man. That's How did that think- how did that all how did that all come together?
1: Um so you know, when we were recording our record, uh, we were doing it with uh, Steve Risen and, um, you know, I'd asked him, you know, like what we, what the next steps are. Because, <clears throat> yeah, we're fairly new to all this stuff. And, you know, there's so many that there's like this giant uh, curtain, you know, it's like, how do you get behind it? How do you, you know, get involved and how do you get people to hear your music? Because, you know, you have to tour uh, and then you have to build a band base and then but you can't do this without doing the other. Um, so, you know, I just needed some guidance and help and um he suggested that, you know, we, you know, release a couple of singles and um, you know, make a, a a playlist and like a private playlist and send it out to labels and see if we hear hear back. And uh we heard back from actually from a couple. Um but but paper and plastic was the way to go.
0: hmm Absolutely. No, it definitely does, it does it all aligns in pretty good with uh with the genre and the type of music you guys do, it's Yeah, you can ask your better better pairing, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh and S- Steve and I go it- way back. I've known Steve a long time. Um Steve recorded out of my studio uh oh, late nineties, early two well, actually early two thousands with um what was the, what were they called? Hosh's Life. Oh yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they recorded in my studio with his gear. Um and before that was Marilyn's Vitamins and I I'd go back with all those those guys. Like.
1: that's that's funny uh our, our bass player i think i believe worked with colin colin is from yeah. hostage the lead singer yeah yeah i believe he worked with him at a movie theater
0: colin's the shit he's a good guy i've known i've known colin for yeah going on 20 something years now he's um yeah i actually had him on this show very early like six or seven years ago um and he was doing a hip-hop thing and he was yeah, doing yeah. really good at it. it was like really good too like really well done awesome i found some fanzines he used to write because colin's a writer too and he had this fanzine it was called let's all go die i think it was what it was called and uh oh. and it was just like a, actually no it was like a little novel like a soft like a, just these um little episodes of this of this short stories yeah back in the day man back in the day um yeah man oh yeah colin and steve's yeah steve is like the guy like he records it's him or um mike and Davina it's either of those two guys.
1: We worked with Mike before as well too in Dovina.
0: Yeah. Mike used to play in the Fairmounts.
1: Oh, did he? Mm-hmm.
0: Did early days, him. yeah. In the early, early parts of the of the band. He was uh yeah.
1: So yeah, he actually did our Separation from Your Senses uh EP.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mike Mike's a good guy too. I've known Mike well, actually since the Fairmounts, but um yeah he just and he's worked with all the bands. Like it's it's funny because there's a torch passed, you know, because in the late, well, the mid '90s to the late '90s to the early 2000s, I recorded every band in Toronto, like every band, because <laughs> I had oh, a studio okay. down there. And then Steve took over, and then Mike has always been there. So it seems like the torch is passed, you know, the independent, yeah, independent producers. And Steve, Steve's really good at what he does.
1: Oh yeah, Steve's Steve's great. Uh, they're they're both great at what they do.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hear your song. Okay. I got your record here. Miss, miss uh, Mrs. Shorney Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Ooh, nice. Wasting time. Here we go.
0: Any songs are there No, no, oh, sorry, no, that I've just songs just finished <laughs> okay. oh man, yeah, for sure, yeah, it sounds phenomenal, like you guys yeah it's 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 amazing now what can happen with technology and 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 sort of how songs just 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 hit that moment of just pure clarity, you know, it wasn't like that back in the day of um, adat tapes and uh no computers
1: <laughs> no and no, uh, yeah, I, I think also who you work with. I mean, I I feel like like me and Steve gel really really well. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I uh, you are know, not not to say that me and Mike and, and Davina don't, but uh, I I just felt like I knew myself to Steve, and then he already knew exactly what I was thinking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I
1: mean?
0: No, that's. So, Good sign of a good relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Good musical relationship is tough. It's tough to, uh, it's t- when you meet that person, it's tough to sort of go in other directions. That's for sure. Because, you know, as you make records, you want to work with different people or you just stay with the same person. You know, I've known, I've known people who've worked with the same producer for everything, you know? And it's, you know, it's something to be said about that because you have a sort of a shorthand where you can kind of um, don't need to really necessarily explain yourself every time you've developed that relationship yeah yeah man for sure so uh i see you're playing putza Fest. that's pretty cool how how did how did all that work out
1: uh I, it's again we're all kind of like in that same uh circle like we're friends also with michael Krusty and the anti-queens um and uh like one of the labels that we reached out uh to was a uh, stomp and we ended up talking to matt and matt's a really great dude as well and um you know we just kind of kept in touch and uh yeah he you know I, I i i don't know for sure who was responsible for what but um he ended up reaching out and asked if we would be interested in playing puza and we, i said absolutely i mean i grew up listening to a lot of those bands um you know uh good riddance and Propagandi and mustard plug and
0: mm-hmm.
1: like whoa belvedere i was like whoa
0: like Yeah. You know. Fun fact: I recorded the very first Belvedere demo in Calgary. That's
1: pretty crazy. Yeah.
0: When and and um it, yeah, Steve's been on the show a few times, and it's like in a kitchen in the, for the control room, and the studio was in the basement, or sorry, the the drums were in the basement, and we recorded like three songs in like half a day. <laughs> but I mean, that's the first Belvedere. He's always he's always a great guy. And Good Riddance, I, I've known. I used to do sound for Good Riddance. I used to tour tour around with him in the, in the in the early two thousands, and wow. um, when I was in when I live I moved to Winnipeg to join a band in Propaganda. And this this other band was called Red Fisher, and we would play shows of Propaganda all the time. John K. Sampson is a very good friend of mine from the Weaker Dance. Um Yeah, I go way back with all those guys. That's pretty wild. It's a very yeah yeah. John K. When he played in Propaganda, that was like back in you know. And Todd was in a band called I Spy, and this band I Spy is was fucking from regina and they moved to winnipeg and they're just this fucking amazing band i spy great band
1: okay i'll check them out too
0: prairie bands prairie prairie bands are different kind of band because they just it's cold all the time so they have to learn how to how to play because it's they don't go outside yeah (laughs) yeah man well cool i yeah i just you know it's, it's 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 a it's a good record and you guys play well and it's It's, you know, you guys, right on point. Everything just sounds really good. Good hooks, good melodies. Did you do any real pre-production to it? Or did you, uh, is this... No,
1: no, we, to to this, like, it was, it was weird. It was like, well, we were, I already knew what, like, for myself, when I write something, I already know what it should sound like in my head.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And then when we showed up uh, to the studio, I mean, we had practiced a bunch and we knew exactly what we were going to do. I mean, we did small things here and there but there was really no pre-production for that one but um we are demoing new stuff now and we are doing pre-production for that uh which you know i i find it like good and bad for both uh like on both sides sometimes when you know you overthink things and do pre-production you might just you know just it's just too much you kind of drive yourself crazy Mm -hmm. Uh, but on the flip side um, you know sometimes when the songs are really really new and a lot of those songs like on on this record once more without feeling uh, we had played them quite a bit so we didn't really want to change anything too much just maybe add a couple of parts here and there but for the newer songs it's good to I I find to do some pre-productions you listen to it come up new harmonies maybe some new lead guitar parts or maybe cut something out or add something in so um yeah
0: and sometimes when you demo you just get it right the first time and it's really hard to to, to re-record i know that for a fact because yeah. you, you've nailed it right like why and usually when you demo you're just trying to get through it real fast so sounds aren't really that important but the performance sometimes just you nail it like you know it's a tough thing that to, it's called demoitis, and we've all suffered from it.
1: I, you know what? That, that's funny you say that because we've recorded, we've recorded uh, stuff like you know you track individually, and then when we demoed, we did it live off the floor, and I just I don't know. I just felt like we were in the like, it just had a different kind of energy, you know, like right in the pocket, just feed off each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of so- prefer.
0: There's something to be said about that you know and it could be like the next wave of how you know music is going to be you know delivered to people is just once with feelings (laughs) with feeling and then live with what it is i mean it used to be like that 40 years ago right like you hear like some songs that are classic songs and there's mistakes on them because that was the best take they could do right and I mean, there's something said about that, you know, you you try your best and make a song and it, that stuff does sort of translate through from time to time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, again, like, I, I definitely feel like when you're playing all together, I know Mike, like our bass player has said, he always prefers to do things live off the floor. He just, uh, it just fits right in the pocket between the guitars and the drums for him. Mm-hmm. He just likes playing better that way. And, and he, you know, for whatever reason, he just makes. When he's like tracking individually, he'll like make a mistake, and when he's playing live off the floor, he's just flawless.
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. Weird. Yeah, you think too hard. Yeah. No, nope. there's something going on with there's some sounds happening, some magic sounds. Yeah, It's like a crackle of sort. You there? No, it's gone. You now you're gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Oh, oh there you are. What do you uh what are you work what are you working from? Like what do you is that your laptop or is that a
1: it's my iPhone. I don't have a laptop. Oh okay. But uh, is it is it
0: Yeah, it's working out. It just it's just sort of it was crackling a little bit, but no biggie biggie. But yeah, man, let's hear another song. what song do you want to play?
1: Uh well the recent one we just released our latest single, Certain Days.
0: Mm-hmm here it is all right what's what's behind the song
1: um so I yeah i i was at a farmer's market and um you know there's like days that you have where you're just like i don't know you just feel different i don't know things don't seem the same they don't i don't know you're just having an off day and you almost have a conversation with yourself i don't know if that Whatever happens to you, but <laughs> that happens to
0: me. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody goes through that. All right, let's yeah, hear it. Like, certain days.
2: Would you sit here in the dark? Could you show me your ugly point of? I wouldn't know just where to start. I need a value just to pull me through. Cause on certain days I don't feel like myself at home. I
0: Oh, song's over. That's a good, good yeah, cool song, man. Thank you. Sorry, I cut you off at the top of it. What, what? So, you what? Maybe finish off what you were saying there.
1: Um. Yeah. So, just it's just basically kind of like, you know, when you're having off days, and uh, I remember just kind of being in in my bathroom and looking in the mirror and just, I don't know, it just felt off, and uh, then I went to the farmer's market and I remember driving home. And I was writing it in my head. And when I got uh, to my girlfriend's house at the time, uh, I told her, don't talk to me. (laughs) She said, don't talk to me. I got to write something down. And she's like, okay. (laughs) So I was just sitting there writing it uh, pretty quickly.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I love songs that just pop out like that. It's uh, it's always very rewarding. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the record is out or is it coming out?
1: Uh, It's coming out March 25th uh we're doing a record release party with the anti-queens and came in and the uh came in in the 45s -hmm. at um uh hard luck bar so that's a yeah march 25th and that's when the record's coming out
0: It's cool it's exciting stuff man
1: yeah Uh, no we're super excited yeah yeah
0: what's your van game you got a van
1: uh not yet uh but we are gonna we're we're gonna be getting one um my brother's best friend owns a, a garage and uh i've been talking to him about that so um he you know he um buys and fixes up cars all the time so he's got a bunch of stuff on the go so i let him know that you know in the near future we're going to be needing one so he said yeah just let him know and uh i don't think that should be a problem but yeah definitely need a van because we're planning on doing a lot of touring
0: Words to the wise, don't use this. You know, those little school buses? Yeah. Don't ever, ever buy one of those. Ever. Okay. Never. What happened? They they just always break. They've always got like, they look good, but they have like a million kilometers on them. Um, yeah. They basically patch them together to the point where they can't be driven anymore. And then that's when you buy them. So. Oh. And they're just absolute money pits. <laughs> Or airport shuttles. Don't ever don't get those. Um, okay. First, Yeah. I learned all these things from first-hand experience. Get a good old van. Make sure you can uh, lock the back door properly or get a trailer. Um, yeah. That's the way to go. Okay.
1: Definitely. That's uh, helpful advice. But yeah. No. We're going to van. I thought it was probably just going to be the smartest thing to do.
0: Even a minivan. Just get a minivan like a soccer mom yeah soccer mom van they're totally you know and watch yourself at puza because people go and rob people like the van will be uh, like hot commodity people go and just rob stuff Mm. cracking out cracking out again yeah crapping out i don't know what that is and why that is because iphones usually don't really you had to get the app right
1: yeah yeah I have the app it has been working fine for me uh I've never had an issue with it i I just don't know i think maybe I don't know maybe where I am in in my house or something like that It's is weird
0: yeah, it's all good well anyways man I'll let you go have a have a have a good you know good luck with everything i I hope it all works out and you know maybe we'll i don't think the fairmats have played a play show in four years, so I can't see us really playing a show together um seeing Mikey's moving up to saint Marie so uh but yeah, man, let, let us know whenever there's a show and we'll, uh, maybe meet, you know, meet and have a, you know, a beer in person.
1: 100%, you know, um, you know, thanks for having me on and, um, you know, uh, I'd love to pick your brain as well for like, you know, you, you seem very knowledgeable in terms of like booking shows and <laughs> touring and all that stuff. So I'd love to pick your brain.
0: Um, yeah, man, well, let's stop and then we can talk. Time. I'll stop it now. So thanks for doing the show. Oh, no problem. Thank you. That was Vlad from the band Wasting Time. Go check out their new album, Once More Without Feeling. It's uh, distributed worldwide on paper and plastic. And, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Short and sweet, right? Short and sweet. Uh, Don't forget to go check out uh, the show on Spotify now. We're on Spotify now that all the... Craziness about Spotify is apparently blown over because there's other things in, in play like uh, movie stars slapping com- comedians in vases. I think we can now sort of go back to Spotify, right? Everybody's forgotten about Joe Rogan? Okay. So, yeah, anyways, uh, come in back, come back next week, you know, and we'll, we'll have another episode for you. Sorry it took a week off. I was just uh, been busy. Okay? Right? Got my back. Okay, Dad. We'll see you next week. Okay.